0: This is Cindy Kangas on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. I'm here with my co host Joy. Joy, hello. Hello, hello. How are you? I am really excited because, again, today's episode is going to be about the talent pipeline and the lovely students that are over at Wilson Talent Center. And I know, you know, we have kids and we're always thinking about what's best for them. So it'll be interesting to hear how these kids chose their careers and the programs that they wanted to take part in over at Wilson Talent Center. What do you think about that? Have you heard about it? Have you visited? Yes, yeah,
1: very exciting. So my daughter is a Holt student. She just graduated last year, but when she was in eighth grade, they had them go visit the Talent Center, which I thought was great. They had an open house. I mean, you didn't have to go. And I do honestly think they did it during the school day too, but I had taken her over in an open house and learned a lot because she was really interested in environmental science and biotechnologies. So I know they have tons of disciplines, but for her, it was really eye-opening. So she was trying to decide where she was headed in the skilled trades. And this really supports that, especially if the kids aren't thinking they necessarily want to go on to a formal college. So anyway, it's great to be able to learn about it and just give them information, even as an eighth grader. Yeah.
0: And I have to tell you, you know, I've been over for a couple of tours and I've seen the programs and the kids that are in the programs. And I know that any manufacturer would probably hire those kids in an instant. I mean, right away, because they're so talented and they're learning so many amazing skills that are going to make them successful in the workplace. But as I'm looking at this, at kind of the stats for Wilson Talent Center, you know, it says 80% of their students continue their education after leaving high school through apprenticeships and advanced training and two or four-year college degrees. And they have a lot of partnerships with area universities, which is amazing. So, you know, Some of those kids may come out right away, but a lot of them are continuing on and then they'll maybe be able to take a higher level job, but still in manufacturing, still in robotics, still like we're going to learn about construction, that sort of thing as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Another thing I didn't really realize until I was kind of learning more about it is this is transfers as college credits. It can like they can actually earn and which will benefit them in the long run if they are choosing to do that. Or like you said, they could just be scooped up and start working Uh right away.
0: Yeah, which they have eight, amazing. 18 programs and 12 career clusters, which seem to be a lot of choices. So I think, you know, for any student that maybe wants to get a jump start on their career, mm-hmm. or maybe they want to learn something hands-on, they have enough credits at high school and they want to try something new, the Wilson Talent Center and actually any ISD or
1: RESA program might be a great choice for them. Absolutely. And I encourage them to go and visit and talk to the other students that are in the program that can speak about their experience, you know, and how it's benefited them and how they see it working for them for their future. sounds like they have a lot more like things at their disposal, tools and hands-on experience, which how do you know what you want to do unless you've tried it or learned a little bit more about it, had that kind of job shadowing type of experience.
0: Yeah. And they seem to have a lot of partnerships with area businesses. I know that they have, as you mentioned, like 3D computer design software and all of these amazing, you know, pieces of equipment that the kids can train on. You know, I think we're going to hear a lot about things that the kids are building, things that they're putting together and taking apart, electrical pieces. And again, I think anyone would hire these kids right away. These skills are just so needed right now.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's what we're definitely hearing in the workforce, having individuals being able to do more of those skilled trades positions that we have such a need for in the manufacturing space. And the talent pool, kind of feeling that talent pool, I know with me being in HR, trying to get into the school systems and talk to students as fifth and sixth graders, you know, as, you know, ninth and tenth grade about the opportunities and careers without having to necessarily have a four-year degree and helping support and educate our parents too about it.
0: Yeah. And my hope today is that we can hear the students talk a little bit about how they're managing, because I think a lot of times when kids are in high school, they don't want to miss out on that high school experience. There are so many social pieces, as you know, about being a high school student and to give up a portion of your day how do you manage how do you still stay in touch with your high school life and your social life while still kind of doing this training and getting ready for college and the real world and your job life so it will be interesting to hear their insight on how they do that juggling you know in real life i know we all kind of have this work life balance but i would assume for students it's even harder because they have a school life and they have this wilson talent center life and a social life and maybe sports that they play or robotics groups how do they juggle so much it's in Intense, I would think.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm very excited to learn more and hear from our students today. So
0: They're young. They don't have to sleep, right? Right, <laughs> <Quite> exactly. <laughs> I just think like, how do I fit all of that into one day? I'm ready for bed at 8 p.m. You know? <laughs> <That's
1: laughs> Anyone fun.
0: that I've met at the Wilson Talent Center, you know, all kidding aside, all of their staff members are lovely. They just seem so intentional about making sure that their kids get the best of the best and helping them to succeed so that they can go out and just hopefully stay local and be a part of the workforce, this workforce that needs them so badly. Absolutely. Well, this has been Cindy Kangas and my co-host, Joy Wagner, on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network.
2: Now hiring Capital Area Michigan works can assist you with your hiring needs all at no cost from large-scale hiring assistance to locating the right candidate for a hard to fill position. Capital Area Michigan works is your resource. We offer creative solutions from career fairs to on-the-job training grants and scholarship programs to make sure you have the best and brightest employees. Visit our website at www.camw.org to learn more about how we can assist your business with its hiring needs.
1: This is Joy Wagner on Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network. Today, we are with Paul Gucho. I think I said that correctly, from Wilson Talent Center. Thank you. Welcome, Paul. Thank you. So, Paul is an instructor of engineering technologies at Wilson Talent Center. We're going to get started with maybe, Paul, tell us a little bit about the Talent Center in general and why students go there.
3: So, the Wilson Talent Center is what we call a career in tech Education Center. We are located in Mason, but we serve students from throughout Ingham County and some surrounding counties. For example, Fowlerville schools send their students here. Every student that comes to the Wilson Talent Center is either high school junior or senior, so 11th or 12th graders. And this year, I think we have somewhere about 800 students total. So we have a morning session that goes from eight till 1040. And then we have an afternoon session that goes from 1135 till 215. The classes essentially just repeat twice.
1: Nice. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about yourself. How long have you been teaching there? And what's your background? Like, how did you get into this particular discipline? So
3: this is my eighth year of teaching. And I kind of have a little bit of a long background, but my background starts with graduating from high school, not knowing what I wanted to do. and so. I decided that maybe it'd be good to own my own business, so I went and started working on a business degree, and I worked at restaurants while I was getting this degree in an auto parts store, and so I graduated with a business degree in 1996 from Western Michigan University. Still didn't have any idea what I wanted to do, but I found a company in Holland called Atmosphere Processing Incorporated. And they were looking for an entry-level supervisor. And so this was a family-owned company. So I went there and interviewed for this job. And it turns out they were a steel heat treating company. And they hired me. So one of the things I did was go through a training program where I did every job in this entire company. So I did quality assurance. I did loading the furnaces, maintenance. And so that was really, to me, my introduction to manufacturing. So I did that for a couple of years and then I decided to move back to my hometown of Kalamazoo and I got a job at Stryker Medical, which the location that I worked at made hospital beds. And so I spent a couple of years basically doing different jobs in hospital bed manufacturing. Okay. So that was another just introduction to what is manufacturing about. And from that point, I needed to move to the east side of the state because I was getting married. And so I moved to Canton and I got a job working as a project manager at Ford Motor Company. So I'm working at a product development center at Ford on the F 150. So this was in 1999 or 2000. And so I got assigned to the F 150 program. I worked for a contract company, not directly for Ford, but I basically helped the engineers to make sure they were staying on the timeline. So being exposed to all those engineers at Stryker Medical and at Ford convinced me that I should go get my engineering degree. I was very into NASCAR. I had been involved with racing a long time. So I decided to move to North Carolina, get my engineering degree and work for a NASCAR team. So that's ended up what I did. And so I worked for Hendrick Motorsports for eight years, which is definitely manufacturing building race cars, designing race cars is all elements of manufacturing. And then moved back to Michigan and worked for five years at the FRIB at MSU, which is a science experiment. And then I decided to become a teacher. My wife is the teacher. My wife has taught high school special education for 20 years. And so this position opened up and she's like, you'd be perfect for it, you should go take it. So here I am.
1: Awesome, wonderful. Can you describe like the learning spaces the students are learning in and a
3: little bit more about the classroom setting? So we're very fortunate here that we have some resources that a high school cannot offer just as far as the equipment we have. And so we have a lot of hands-on equipment, wiring, electrical panels, electronic soldering, welding, machining programming robots, 3D printing, taking apart engines, putting them back together, computer-aided design. So we basically try to just introduce the students in the engineering technologies class to everything related to technical problem solving, manufacturing. And so what that does is it just gives the students a wide variety of exposure. Awesome. So quite a bit of hands-on, just doing different things throughout the school year.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank you, Paul, for joining us. Hopefully we'll learn a little bit more here. This has been Joy Wagner on Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network.
3: House plants may be recommended.
2: Now, can we get a new roof?
3: Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life.
0: This is Cindy Kangas on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. Today, I'm here with Michael Lawson, who is an Okemos senior, but he's also a student in the Engineering Technologies Program at the Wilson Talent Center. Michael, how are you?
4: I'm doing pretty good. How are you?
0: Good, good. Can you tell us why you made the decision to attend classes over at Wilson Talent Center and maybe tell us a little bit about, you know, if you're in the first year or second year, how long you've been doing it?
4: Sure. So actually, I've known about Wilson since I've been a junior. I wasn't fortunate enough to go last year because there was another dual enrollment program at Alchemist that was canceled due to not enough students signing up, and I didn't take the chance to sign up for the Wilson Talent Center. In the end of my junior year, I knew a friend of mine who was also entering this program, and engineering has always been something I've been wildly interested in. Engineering, manufacturing, all of it is just something I love to learn. And when the opportunity opened up to even sign up for it, I took it as soon as I could.
0: And what are you thinking about doing career-wise after you graduate? Are you thinking about going to college or are you thinking about starting your career right away?
4: I do want to go to college because I want to be a robotic engineer. And as much as I would just love to get started and go, I feel like I should increase my knowledge in the field more before jumping in.
0: Tell us about some of the tools that you use and some of the curriculum that you really like in your classwork. Yeah,
4: Okay. So my current project, I guess, is I'm working on an engine. And when you're working on an engine, you work with a lot of wrenches and a lot of complex mechanisms. And the whole lesson really is to teach you about disassembling and reassembling those complex mechanisms like yourself. My teachers are always there to help, but the lesson's goal is to show you that you can work with these complex tools on your own and you're very capable of it.
0: So how do you balance school life and attending Wilson Talent Center and then, you know, your home life or your social life? And then can you also tell us how much time you spend at the Wilson Talent Center and how you get back and forth?
4: Yeah, I'll start with the balance question. I find it a lot easier than I thought it would ever be. When I first started attending Wilson, I had the biggest fear, like, what if there's an event going on at my school or there was something I had to do at home? But I find that Wilson and my homeschool makes it very easy for me to commune between the two and make time for the two. If there's ever some event like an assembly at Okemos, I can always take the day off of Wilson and I won't be penalized. And I know my instructors will be there to help me catch up and my classmates as well. But all in all, I find that adjusting between going to two schools is easier than one would think. My school actually does run a bus between Wilson and Alchemist, which is really nice. But I also find that if I ever needed like a ride or something, let's say my car wasn't working, I know I'd have wonderful classmates who could help me get here, which is really nice.
0: Yeah. So if you could tell the next generation coming behind you, maybe students that are in middle school or elementary school about what's going on at Wilson Talent Center and about potential manufacturing career choices, what would you say to them?
4: If you have the chance to take it, do not hesitate. It is one of the best things you could possibly do for your career, or even if you're slightly interested in any form of manufacturing. Well, you get it for free, like it costs no money. Mm -hmm. So it's really just education waiting to be taken. People, you know, they aspire to have this type of education and it makes you look really good that you took that leap, especially, you know, just in your junior or senior year of high school. Yeah. If you have the chance, absolutely take it.
0: And what growth have you seen from day one when you showed up as a new kid at Wilson Talent Center? And now, you know, we're heading into second semester and graduation is slowly inching towards you. What growth have you seen? What have you learned? I'm
4: a lot more confident. Before I did the engineering program, I knew a thing or two about, you know, tools and such, but everything I'd done, I was self-taught. In my program, I know I've learned enough to call myself confident in doing these tasks that require manufacturing just from the few months I've taken just doing the curriculum.
0: Yeah, Michael, I wish you the best as you continue this program and as you graduate. I have kids that went to Okemos, so yay, Okemos. I'm excited to have a former Okemos person to chat with today. This has been Cindy Kangas on Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network.
3: Looking for high-quality office furniture on a budget? Stop by the office outlet at 516 North Larch in downtown Lansing for huge savings. We've got new and used office furniture from brand-name manufacturers, all at discounted prices. Browse through 5,000 square feet and save on seating, desks, files, storage, and more. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. The office furniture outlet is your destination for office furniture on a budget. Visit us online at officeoutletyes.com.
1: is Joy Wagner. I'm here on Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network. Today, I welcome Victoria Hill. She's an East Lansing senior. She also attends Wilson Talent Center. She's going to talk a little bit about that and her experience. Welcome, Victoria.
5: Hi.
1: Thank you for being here today. Appreciate it.
5: Of course.
1: So let's talk a little bit about how did you learn about the Wilson Talent Center to begin with and how long you
5: been there? So I've been here just this first year. And I learned about it from my counselor last year when we were organizing my schedule for senior year. And I didn't really find any classes that fit what I wanted to like pursue in the future. Like There was no classes that would have helped me with engineering at all. And as I was talking to him about it, he said, well, we do have the Wilson Talent Center. And I was like, well, what is that? But I didn't know. And as we talked about it more, he explained like all the possibilities. And I jumped right on. I was like, I'm ready. Let's go. Awesome. Did you get a chance to,
1: like, do a tour or talk to any of the educators in the engineering technologies
5: program at Wilson? I didn't get that chance. I was a little later in the game to joining. And also because of the construction here, we didn't have a whole lot of like, oh, go look at everything. It was just a little complicated, but I trusted like it's probably going to be good either way. Awesome.
1: So what interests you about the engineering technologies field? What is it that you'd like to do?
5: I want to be an electrical engineer, and nice. this had a lot of aspects of, like, wiring, electrical, math. It does so many different things. We have so many different opportunities and projects and, like, things we work on here. And so, like, all in all, even if it didn't get me exactly what I wanted to pursue, it was still going to be a bunch of great life skills that I could use later on.
1: Wonderful. That's awesome. So are you looking to go to college in the future? If so, what are you thinking about?
5: I intend to go to college and I was thinking of LCC to MSU or U of M, depending on which opportunities are presented, both of which have a great engineering program. And then LCC is cheap for the general classes. Yes, that's a good choice for sure. So what projects have
1: you been working on? Can you describe a little bit about what you've been doing at the Talent Center?
5: I've worked with programming a robot. I have Dismantled and remantled an engine. I've uh, wired an electrical panel with outlets, switches, and lights. I've like built a step stool. That was pretty fun. I've done a whole bunch of different things. We do a lot with SolidWorks, which is like an online design program where you're able to just create things. And right now I'm creating a pneumatic system for the standing desk that I have. It's just a personal project that I'm capable of working on because of all of the things I've learned here. That's great. So can you describe a little bit of like the tools that you have
1: to be able to work and do those kinds of projects? Anything else the school provides for
5: you? We have so many tools, whether they're hand tools or the big machines. We do a lot of clamps and wrenches and we do ratchets, bolts, drills, saws, measurements. We do a lot of measurements. We have like pliers and clips and just like any tool you can think of. I'm sure we have it somewhere here. Wonderful. So when you're thinking about that electrical engineering
1: career, do you have a specific industry you're looking at wanting to go into?
5: I was thinking new construction, most likely. It presents the most opportunity for designing and wiring a building that is safer, more efficient, less costly, that just doesn't require as much of really anything to do. I know that when I've worked with my parents and grandparents, when it comes to electrical, everything just seems so out of place and not quite right and just all (laughs) wrong. And so I'm like, I could just make it better.
1: That's awesome. Wonderful.
5: What benefits would you
1: talk to new students coming in or younger students? I know sometimes they have tours where eighth graders might come through. What would you tell them about the Talent Center and encourage them?
5: I would tell them that it's not just sitting in a classroom with a lecture. You're not just sitting there and bored. You don't feel like you have to sit still. You can move around, relax, work with your hands, explore things that are going to help you in the future. So you don't feel like oh, this math class is hopeless or, oh, I'm never going to use this English. It's something you can see yourself using in the future. Great. Well, wonderful. Thank you, Victoria, for
1: joining us today. I appreciate your time. Of course. This is Joy Wagner with Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network.
2: What do so many successful businesses have in common? Proactive legal strategy. The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer both business and personal legal counsel. For client convenience, they have offices throughout Michigan. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com.
0: This is Cindy Kangas on Facials of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. I am with Aaliyah Washington. She is a senior at Waverly High School, and she's also a student in the Engineering and Technologies Program at the Wilson Talent Center. Hi, Aaliyah. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. I think you and I have been friends or acquaintances for a while. You've been a part of the robotics club at Waverly, and so I'm wondering you know, how you decided to One, take part in this robotics club and what brought you the interest, but then how you kind of transpose that into like an education plan and how you kind of took that to the next level by attending classes over at Wilson.
6: Alrighty. So I originally started out, I think, around fifth or sixth grade. I had a very big love for being into game developing and game design because I played video games a lot. So I decided that my original major was intended to be a computer scientist or a game developer, either in like California or MSU. So when I went into Wilson Talent Center for the first time in my junior year, I actually did attend programming and mobile applications there and did get to have more experience in Java than I already did and mess around with game interfaces and applications and such, which led to my robotics coach approaching me and asking me if I wanted to join the robotics team. So I was like, oh, yeah, sure, why not? I'll see what's going on there. And the original intention was to join the programming team. But at the time, it was kind of set in stone, like who were the programmers were. And like, I was like, I don't feel like I have enough time to learn this. So I just started helping out. I got into an OSHA 10 certification through the robotics team, actually, which developed like a passion for occupational safety. And the more experience and time that I spent in this robotics team, I realized that I really like solving problems and creating new solutions for existing problems or future problems. So that led to my coach being like, hey, maybe you have more of an interest in industrial engineering than computer science. And I was like, He might be right. So I started exploring that more which led to my senior year, from which now I attend engineering technologies, and I've gotten to learn so many things, so many new tools, equipment. I've gotten more confident in learning new skills like machining and fabrication and electrical wiring just getting all these opportunities have kind of secured the fact that I do want to go into engineering and specifically an engineering that is so broad and so vast that not only will I get to solve problems, but I might be able to engineer and physically build and design those solutions for those problems.
0: Aliyah, what you're saying segues so nicely into what I was going to ask you, because I think a lot of the keywords in manufacturing now are lean manufacturing and industry 4.0 yes. and looking at some of the problems that are going on in manufacturing and kind of the evolution. Where are we going? How are our tools and how are our robotics evolving? And so I'm wondering if you could tell me some of the things that you've seen in your time working on robotics and in engineering. how have you seen it evolve? How have you seen the tools and things get better? and where do you think the future of engineering is going?
6: so out in my current like state, like I just freshly learned about like getting into engineering i think like near the beginning of high school and like the most experience i've got obviously is these last 2 years so before this i didn't even know that this whole world of engineering and everything that goes into it even existed before this so coming into it and seeing it as it was you know with like just the basic machinery that we have and all these ways to fabricate items and build stuff and all these tools that i had no confidence in like using like it was just like a big new world to me. And I was like amazed that like someone, especially as young as me or even younger than me could learn all these things and apply them to my schoolwork and my real world. So, and like, even up until now, the engineering world, like I always keep up with it on like Facebook or YouTube or anything that it's continuously changing. It's continuously adapting and evolving. And there's something new, like every day that has been being created. And I love knowing that in my future, that like, I might be part of that solution. I mean, be part of those teams of people that create bigger solutions for bigger problems in the world day by day.
0: Yeah, I know, Aaliyah, that you're going to Kettering. And so Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if you can talk about why you've chosen to go to Kettering. And if you can talk about what you've heard some of the other students in the Wilson talent center program talking about as far as their futures. So
6: I learned about Kettering through my robotics team because they are a big advocate, like the biggest sponsor for FIRST Robotics. So I got to learn about them. A lot of our seniors and like mentors currently go there as well. And I actually did get to attend a program there and everything like aligned with me, like being able to go into engineering, being able to go to a work-study co-op and being placed in different jobs was just like such like a great opportunity for me. And from what I hear from other students is that some of them have planned to go to college and a lot of them do plan on continuing into trades, which I think is a great thing. Cause if I didn't go to Kettering, I'd probably continue in a trade like electrical engineering or uh, mechatronics as well. I love it.
0: Aaliyah, I am so excited for your senior year at Waverly and I hope that we can check in again soon. It's been lovely to chat with you today.
6: Yeah, thank you. It was nice talking to you too.
0: Yeah, yeah. This has been Cindy Kangas on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network.
2: Michigan Works Association believes the key to advancing prosperity across the state is accomplished through building a skilled workforce. As the state's primary workforce development association, their focus is to continue to move the needle on policy, education, and collaboration. They're creating an opportunity and building stronger communities by advocating and innovating together.
1: Joy Wagner on Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network. I'm here with my co-host, Cindy Kangas. Hi, Cindy. Yay, hello. Hello. Today we were very excited that we were able to talk with students and an instructor from the Wilson Talent Center from the Engineering Technologies Program. And I wanted to kind of wrap that up with a few key ideas that we learned because it's been really exciting and it's a great opportunity. I think we were talking about how it isn't difficult. You know, these students spend half their day right at the facility and then half their day at their normal high school. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I Um,
0: love what Michael said that It wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't as hard as he anticipated. There is transportation. And if the buses are down, there are other kids at school that they can carpool with. So that is a barrier that's kind of eliminated that I was really wondering about. Like the
1: kids, if they're not drivers, how are they getting back and forth? Exactly. And also, how do they manage their day? You know, so with that, if there's activities that they wanted to do, right? So they're able to do that and communicate with their instructors and still get that great experience. I have to tell you...
0: Talking to Paul, I feel like we could have talked to him all day because he has an amazing background. He didn't show up as a teacher with just a lesson plan book, here's how to teach manufacturing. He actually has experience in the field, a lot of experience in the field. So the students there seem to really be getting the best of the best. Someone that's had experience in multiple different manufacturing fields. And I'm wondering, like, from an HR perspective, Joy, Like these students that have taken part of these programs, they're pretty hireable, don't you think?
1: Absolutely. They're learning some key skill sets that can be utilized right out into the workforce immediately upon graduation. You know, and especially like there's all kinds of programs which we can talk about in a minute here. But like if they have a mechanic program or welding, you know, those types of things that can come right out. I know they have like a biotechnology where they could be a vet tech. Right out, like graduate and get. So the relationships that the Wilson Talent Center has with the community I encourage HR professionals to like look into that. You know, we can go into those schools and do mock interviews, get to know these students, help them with their resumes, stuff like that. And they welcome that opportunity to build that relationship. So I encourage employers to do that. I know Granger has tried to do that as much as possible. So and it's just that conversation, right? It's opening the conversation with them so they can see their opportunities and really invest in the community. And helping our kids stay here. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I agree. So our (laughs) suggestion is, if you were a parent, you know, look up your local ISD or RESA programs. I'm currently on the inghamisd.org website. So if you live in the capital city area and you're part of Ingham County, you can go to inghamisd.org. But there are lots of amazing programs across the state. So be sure you look into all of those. But as I'm scrolling through their list, you know, agriculture, the bioscience you know, that we were talking about earlier, construction technology, new media, business and risk management, finance. I mean, that's huge. Health science, hospitality, and tourism. And as we were talking about earlier, the culinary arts, which is so Mm -hmm. fun, human services, IT, law, public safety, corrections, and security. Criminal justice, manufacturing, like the precision machining and welding technology. We were talking a little bit about that. Transportation distribution and logistics, the automotive technology. I mean, all of these fields are just begging for young people, that next generation in the talent pipeline to come into these jobs. I mean, we've talked multiple times about how the average person in manufacturing is roughly 55 years old. Same with skilled trades. They're just aging out. And so we need new faces and new people to take these jobs. And so it's so amazing to hear, you know, these manufacturers are being trained for us.
1: Absolutely. It's amazing all of the opportunities. And if they do want to go to college, it does give them a leg up on that too, you know, so they don't necessarily have to do a full four years and they give yeah. the workforce sooner. Yeah. Well, yeah. And
0: I think, you know, one of the key things that we want to say is that it's great So can you imagine, you know, you have a child that wants to try something out, they can go try it for free. And if they don't like it, you didn't pay for college credits. You know, they got this skill, they can take it with them, and then they can go maybe make another choice about something else. It's just lovely that this is available for free. Try it out one year, two years in the program. It's
1: amazing. Yes. That's pretty joy. <laughs> I know. That makes a big difference as a parent, right?
0: Yeah. So what do you think, like last thoughts about this?
1: I just definitely think that it's worth the conversation. And if you can get your student to just visit any of them and have the conversation with their counselor and really talk with them about what they'd like to try and do, and then be able to talk with the students in the program is key as well.
0: I
6: so agree. they
1: don't have to make that decision, but they'll have, you know, enough information to make a good decision moving forward.
0: Yeah. And change the narrative, parents. These are great career choices. Thank and you. sometimes your student may not need a two-year or four-year university degree. They may be able to go to one of these programs and get a job right out of high school. Yeah. Trained. That's been Absolutely. great. Joy, I love chatting with you.
1: <laughs> it's been wonderful. <laughs>
0: yeah. Thank this you. has been Cindy Kagis and Joy Wagner on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network.